Welcome to another episode of the Water Women Podcast, the podcast all things ocean. I'm your host, Jill. So welcome on to the Water Woman podcast. For our listeners today, I am a little sick, so bear with me on this one, but I am so excited for today's episode. So how about you start out by introducing yourself, your name, your pronouns, and a little bit about who you are and what you do. Totally, totally. Um, So I'm Bella on Instagram. I'm at Diving with Bella. My pronouns are she, her, Um, and I am a scuba diver and an underwater photographer, and I love sharing my photos and videos on Instagram. Um, I started diving in uh, 2018, and ever since then, it's just been everything in my life is scuba diving related. Everything in my life is photography related. So, so yeah, so that's me. I love it. I love that you like. I, that's not a long time to be diving, like 2018, and I love that you just went full yeah. into it. Like we're just like this full is into it. it. Literally, I was like, the second I got in the water, this is it. This is my life. This is what I'm going to do forever. <laughs> so was there any, any inkling before that of like when you were growing up, were you always kind of interested in the ocean? Did you grow up mm-hmm. around the ocean? Did, did you have an idea that this was coming? Yeah, I, I totally did. It was actually, I basically planned everything out um, <laughs> to, to lead into scuba diving. So I, I lived in Brazil. I was born in Brazil and I moved to Seattle when I was four. So I was always close to the ocean, always going to like, going to aquariums whenever we would travel we would go like to Hawaii and I'd be snorkeling every single day you know um and I did a project in first grade on squid and I fell in love with the ocean I think that was like one of the biggest things that really like set me into it and um I've loved cephalopods since then so it's it's been like a childhood dream to get certified and, and to do marine biology and and just to be in the ocean so since I was a little girl yeah so how old were you when you first got certified Uh, I think 2018 uh, I think I was 17 17, maybe 18 yeah yeah so I'm 20 now people yeah yeah yeah, totally I'm I'm I don't think I I got certified until I was like 20 Mm -hmm. yeah 20 I was 20 before I got certified it just I wish I'd started earlier I wish I had been introduced earlier because truly being underwater is like this it's a life-changing experience. Like you really it, like, it is, you're like, whoa, this is it, so you, cool. Yeah, I know. It's insane. Yeah. And that's like, it literally is a life-changing experience. I, I've heard people who've gone like on scuba diving trips, you know, when they go on vacations and they do those like discovery yeah. dives and stuff. And they're like, that was insane. Like people actually do this for a living. And yeah, you know, I, I recommend everyone to do it at least <laughs> once in their life. Cause it's, it's life-changing. Absolutely. And also like, the different places you can go. Like I really lucked out. I did all my pool learning Mm -hmm. and like online learning, I guess in New Brunswick, Maine area. So like Uh Bay of Fundy. But the timing of it, when I got to do my open water dives was right before I went to Australia. So my instructor was like, listen, wait two weeks. You'll be in Australia. You can finish it there. So my first open water dives were in Australia. And I like remember just going under and I was like, oh my god like, oh my god yeah insane and <laughs> as cool as the Bay of Fundy is I don't think I would have had such a like revelation experience if I don't right. because we right. where we dive here is like you can see your hand if you're lucky like it's oh my gosh murky. I totally get that totally get that 
I feel so, like you say you grew up in like Seattle area. Like I feel oh like my that gosh, yes. kind of area, you don't really think of it. Like when I think of Seattle, I think, of, oh yeah, city. And you forget that exactly. it's like a water-based city. Exactly. Like there's a lot of water mm-hmm. around it. Yeah. So is there places around there that you dive? <clears throat> yeah, actually like right on Alki Beach. Alki Beach is probably the most, you know, the most famous beach um, in Seattle. And there's two dive sites. There's, <clears throat> excuse me, there's Cove 1 and Cove 2. And I got certified in Cove 1. And it was, it was crazy because people would be like walking down the sidewalk, like taking their dog for a walk at Alki. And it'd be like, people scuba dive here? Like, isn't the water freezing? Like, is there anything to see and stuff like that? So everyone's always impressed when I say, yeah, you can dive and like everywhere in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. That's I guess so people, cool. you know, people think like scuba diving, oh, warm water, Hawaii, Mexico, Tropical, not, yeah. not cold water. Like, what are you thinking? You know, gets a bad rap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does get a bad rep. Yeah. So it totally does. around Seattle, like, tell us what the diving's like around there. Like, is it cold water diving? Is it, do you, have, do you use a dry suit when you dive? Well, I right do. now, I would hope so. Yes. yes. It's, it's very cold. And, um, you know, you think it'd be warmer in the summer or, or something like that, but it's not. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> always cold, and uh, the best seasons are the colder seasons. Like winter is probably the best season to go diving there because the visibility is like thirty feet, which is wow. which is great. For <laughs> we're Seattle. like we're like yeah, that's awesome. And then, like, our <laughs> tropical, tropical divers are like thirty feet. Like what? Do you even see anything? Yeah, <laughs> we've had to cancel dives before because I couldn't see my dad my dad's my dive buddy um because we couldn't like see each other next to each other because it was so bad so it gets super murky in the spring and summer because of the algae bloom like all the algae comes up and um oh my god it's it's crazy (laughs) so it's murky and it's cold that's the two words to describe Seattle Mm. diving (laughs) so ideal really the best super ideal the best like please come do your open water certification here because you'll see so much stuff I love it. So for those that don't know, what are kind of the different levels of diving and where are you, where do you want to be? What's your ultimate diving goal? Yeah. So, oh my goodness, there's so many levels. There's always a new challenge. There's always a new certification to do. So usually you do like, um, you start off with your open water certification and that lets you go down to, I think, 60 feet. And then you go to um, advanced open water certification and a rescue diver. And then you can do like master scuba or become an instructor and stuff like that. Right now I'm at rescue and I hope to get my master certification um, at my university because they have uh, like a scuba diving thing where you can get like school credit for it. So hopefully I'll be doing that. But yeah, I'm at rescue diver right now. And then along with that, there's like different specialties you can do. So like I had to do a dry suit specialty to be able to buy and know how to use a dry suit. Yeah. And, and there's stuff, you know, there's different stuff like that. I also have like a night diving specialty or a wreck diving specialty where you learn how to go into, you know, shipwrecks or, or wrecks and stuff like that. So there's always another thing to do. It's, <laughs> you know, never there's always another certification. It never ends. I don't know how they come up with all these cool things, <laughs> but it really never ends. I feel like the wetsuit dry suit thing for those who those people who may not be like super into scuba or know a lot about it yeah. is really 
is really interesting because I feel like wetsuits in media almost are portrayed as yeah. like what you put on to keep you dry and like yes. what do yes. you mean why do you need another dry suit why do you yeah Honestly, exactly even me like when I first started getting into this and like first started looking at wetsuits for everything I was uh-huh. like well why they were talking about like letting the water and I was like why would no why would you do that <laughs> no no and so like <laughs> learning the difference I think it's so cool and like then especially mm-hmm. to understand that you to use a a dry suit you have to actually get certified for it like yes if you think like there's not a lot of specialties that you have to learn how to no. wear something yeah which is so yeah. interesting so yeah totally tell us what it was like getting the dry suit versus your wet suit versus what mm-hmm. what's the difference what's going on yeah here? yeah um so I got certified like I said I got certified in Seattle um in the summer and we were wearing kind of like two layers of seven millimeter wetsuits and that it's it was very thick oh my gosh it was so hard to put on but but that's a whole other story but um I was still cold and I knew dry suits were always an option so I got my dad and I decided to do the dry suit specialty but a dry suit will keep you dry unlike a wetsuit a wetsuit lets water in but it uses your body heat and like the the fabric of it to warm up the water like on your skin so you stay warm but uh, you won't be wet in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You'll you'll be cold in Seattle if you wear a wetsuit. So dry suit, it has seals on your neck, um, your wrists, and it won't let water in. If it's fitted correctly, it won't let yeah. water in. The idea <laughs> is not to let water in. That's the idea. That's the, the key point, though, is it's if it's point. fitted correctly. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have, like, um, basically to put into simple terms like a a button on your chest that you press to and it's connected to your tank and it lets air in so you don't get squashed yeah from water pressure which is so interesting because I that's not something you'd Mm -hmm. like think of no it's not I was I never thought about that before I thought for some reason things would just be normal underwater which makes no sense just like a wetsuit right just like a wetsuit yeah yeah so that's kind of how the dry suit works in in simple terms but I'm very thankful that is an option because I I could not dive in cold water with a wetsuit absolutely (laughs) absolutely not not. the people I think when I lived in Australia they thought it was crazy because they're like oh you're gonna need a thick wetsuit and I was like yeah it's there in their winter and I was like yeah I would dive in this in a bikini right now literally like, I literally. don't know what you're yeah. talking about so yeah. I feel like the cold water like cold water divers were just tough you know like we can we're put just up with tough. a lot <laughs> we're a different breed that's that's what I like to say <laughs> that's it exactly so you're you have a rescue dive right now that is I do. so cool that one I like it scares me a little bit like it's a lot yeah. of pressure to have that like that it is it is it's that's it's an wild. insane amount of pressure yeah but it was actually my most favorite class I've taken I feel like it, it would was, be fun. It, it, it was fun. You know, I, I had a great, I mean, my instructor was great. And, and of course I took it with my dad as well. So he always makes it a good time <laughs> and we met great people. So it was just like a solid group of people. We were all there to learn. And I think that's like the beauty of like taking scuba yeah. classes. Cause you get to meet so many people who are there for a reason, you know, they're not yeah, just absolutely. doing rescue diver just for the certification. They're actually doing it to like learn how to help someone. And I think that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. So in rescue diver, tell us a little bit about what that's like, because it means that you 
can help people, which is super, super yeah. cool. And yeah, feel, I feel like it makes you feel more confident as a diver because you mm-hmm. know what to do in situations, even if totally. it's you and a singular dive buddy, like you totally feel more confident about safety. So tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. So, I mean, it was kind of split up into two like separate sections. The first section was everything that you could do, like uh, CPR and all that fun stuff outside of the water. So we learned how to do that and we got like a Red Cross uh, certification, like CPR certification and stuff like that. And that was all on dry land. And then the second day was the most fun because we got to do water drills. Like um, we had a fun drill. My favorite drill was a rescue drill where one of our instructors would like pretend to be like unconscious in, in the water and we would be out of the water and they'd be like, you know, the, another instructor would come up and be like, I lost my buddy, you know, can you help me find him? And we would have to do like different search patterns that we learned in the textbook. And that was super fun. And then we did, you know, how to save someone who is unconscious underwater, how to bring them back to shore, how to take their clothes off super fast to administer CPR. And we also learned how to, you know, administer oxygen, which was really interesting and, and such a helpful thing to know. Yeah, I bet. And, and basic like first aid kit stuff. So it's a lot, it's a lot to learn. The textbook that you get is huge, but <laughs> it's, it's definitely, and I think everyone should definitely take a class like that if Absolutely. they plan on diving. Yeah. Especially, yeah, I feel fun. like someone once was talking about it and they were like talking about how they were a very <laughs> nervous diver. <laughs> Mm-hmm. up until they took rescue diving because yeah, it gave yeah. them the confidence of like, okay, if this goes wrong, I do this. If this goes wrong, exactly. I do this. So exactly. I do feel like it's a great class to have if you're feeling nervous about diving. Oh my goodness, or, totally. Like, I love that. I think that's awesome. Totally, yeah. It, it, I would highly recommend it for anyone who, who wants to get into diving further. And Absolutely. Like you said, it's a confidence boost. It is because it's not easy. It's not an easy thing to, to do. And it's a lot of like, it's a lot of like touchy topics and you know, it's, you talk about scary stuff. So I think it's important yeah. for everyone to well, do it. Yeah. Scuba diving is inherently scary sometimes. Like even it in is. your open water certification, talking about like the bends and like nitrogen oh poisoning, my like all these things you're like, oh, I'm doing this for fun. Like what? <laughs> I just want to see fish. Like, I don't want to worry about all this stuff, but yeah, you can never be like a hundred percent comfortable with it. No. And you like, always it's have to be alert. Those, exactly. It's one of those things where you mm-hmm. should always be not nervous, but aware and like, yes, know what you're getting into. And it's yeah. definitely something that throughout your dive and your diving career, you have to think about these things. Totally. And like safety stops, something so simple, yes. so easy to forget can make such a, a big difference. huge difference. Literally Absolutely. such a big difference. Yeah. It's crazy. It now, is crazy you share a lot of your diving on your social mm-hmm. media and forms of your pictures, which I think is so incredibly cool. It's Thank like, you. I love following you. It's so fun. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank and you. The pictures. <laughs> when did you decide to start sharing that? And what made you be like, yeah, like I am going to share this. I'm going to put this out in the world for people. Mm-hmm. Well, at first um, I, okay. I didn't think it was, I didn't think this whole thing was going to happen. Like I didn't think I was going to gain followers. I didn't think I was <laughs> gonna like get into photography I I had a, just a, like a little old GoPro and I would take that diving with me and I, I basically started my account just to like post my scuba diving photos so I didn't annoy all my followers on like my personal account I was like <laughs> you guys I, you guys don't need to see this every day I'm gonna make a separate account to post all my diving stuff and like my journey in marine biology and my journey in scuba diving 
And then, so if you scroll down, like super far down in my Instagram, you can see super old photos and, and they're super green. And I wasn't into photography. I just liked to bring my camera to show people yeah. what I saw, like show my friends and family. And then my dad decided like, oh, let's get an Olympus TG6. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but it, it was, it's an <laughs> sure. underwater camera. Yeah. Like it's a camera that you can, it's great for underwater photography. And when he bought that, it basically changed everything. Cause I, I was like, wow, I can take nice photos and share them with people and obviously, and of course, enjoy them for myself too. Yeah. So that's kind of how the whole photography thing started. It, it wasn't a plan. Like I wasn't yeah. planning on this. I yeah. love that. I love that. It kind of just came naturally and that you were just, I did. I also love that you admit that you started it with like green photos because I feel oh my like gosh yeah if someone's just getting into scuba diving and underwater photography and they yeah. go to your page and they see these photos that are like perfect coloration <laughs> oh, high quality you. and they're like why does my GoPro not look like yes this? yes it can exactly be like I don't know like discouraging almost because you're it like, is totally why can I do that but to understand totally. that like you started out there and like yeah normal like okay, first of all, color doesn't travel in the water well. Like any colors you're no. seeing are like It's, color it's just going to be green. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's amazing. So I love that you're sharing that and are being honest that, and like Thank you. leaving up the green photos and like yes. Yes. moving them to be like, oh, these are embarrassing. Like, no, yeah. they're yeah. memories you have of your dogs. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I, sometimes I'll, I'll scroll all the way down and, and my first photo was a photo of me with horrible buoyancy and and I look like I'm like complete I look like I'm just an astronaut in space just like floating there awkwardly but um it's it's my first photo that I've ever posted on that account and I love it it's my dad took it with the GoPro and it's like one of my favorite photos it's, it's green it's it's brown like I, don't, I can't even tell if it's me or not but <laughs> it's like I keep it up it's just you know that's like what you said it's just good memories I love that. So did you teach yourself how to make these pictures for lack of better terms, uh -huh, look uh -huh. better? Like, did you teach yourself how to edit underwater pictures? What was your journey with that kind of like? Mm -hmm. So my dad grew up being like a photographer and he has a lot of photography skills. He's so talented. I don't, he's impressive, but um, so he really helped me originally he was the one using the olympus and then he was like i want you to try taking photos and stuff and i was like yeah totally i'll try and every single photo was blurry and awful that i took <laughs> Classic. for the first few times and then i i owe it to my dad honestly because he he truly helped me learn how to take better photos and how to use the camera and of course like getting tips from people on instagram too and and editing, I've, I've always liked editing photos, but my dad has also helped me with that, like color correction stuff. I was so confused with that when I first started, it's but- hard. Even it just is. Like, my like mediocre pics, I use like, <laughs> like the Dive Plus app sometimes. Yes, yes, that app is good. And I, I, I love the apps that just like do it for you because I tried yeah, using like, same. I saw a tutorial on like Lightroom of like how to edit underwater pictures. I like started yeah. doing that and I was like, I am not this. It's confusing. It's it's just not like there's certain things that I can do and make sense in my brain. Yeah. Editing yeah. pictures. I'm like, this is not my forte. This is not what yeah, I'm meant to totally. do. So totally. I was stuck between either accepting that my pictures were always going to look <laughs> awful. Oh, don't or, say that. <laughs> or using these apps that are like, and there's so many like yeah. free ones out there now and so many there different are 
ways you can do this and people to like you on Instagram and like people you can reach out and ask totally, how do you make your totally. pictures look like that which is so nice to have because yeah you're not hopeless it's amazing exactly yeah yeah and the apps definitely help um and having a dad who knows everything also helps absolutely so <laughs> your dad's actually going to be the spokesperson for this episode I'm going to tell everybody to reach out to him Please. for their photo editing Please. questions he will he will do it <laughs> honestly this is now Bella's dad's podcast exactly I should he should be here <laughs> <laughs> amazing I love it so is, do you still use the Olympus underwater is that what you're using for your photography yeah now? Oh, as amazing. of right now yeah I would love to you know level up you see some crazy stuff on Instagram have you seen like those huge cameras yes. and like and the big casings and the millions yep. of lights I'm like how do I get there <laughs> what, it's, what it's, point it's really do I crazy yeah exactly I just I oh my that. goodness yeah but the Olympus she's sturdy she does a good job she's, she's a great on. camera she's hanging on she's doing great I love it and I really love that you like underwater photography for you is not something that you're like okay I feel pressured to put this out because yeah totally like you said you weren't doing this for the following but then all of a sudden I wasn't like, yeah you have what like 14,000 followers now no for no yeah no it's like yeah. 14.8k yeah. yeah like a yeah. huge yeah. amount of followers which is so exciting and you're still I was not expecting it yeah <laughs> and you're like you got that by doing just what you love not by yes constantly content creating like just sharing yeah. what you love which is so it's like the Thank best you. feeling it is it's it's insane and I look at the number and I'm like you know I can't I don't even know what 14.8 k people look like yeah like how I can't imagine how many people that is and it's it's great like I don't know where all these people came from honestly <laughs> <laughs> it always stresses me out like um, when I see how many people listen to the podcast, wow. look at it and I'm like, that many people like hear they my care. voice. Like, yeah, they like so exactly. weird to think about. Like it's it just, insane, yeah. Every day I'm like, okay. And like I'll look at an episode, it's like, okay, this episode has like four thousand plays, and I'm like, four thousand people know I exist. Yeah. Like, I don't I'm I'm uncomfortable. Like yeah, yeah totally. So I, weird. Get, I totally get that. I totally get what if, you mean. If I picture like standing up in front of a crowd of like 4,000 people, I'm like, I'm <laughs> gonna vomit. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> but like totally. to do this, like, and, to sh- and it's just talking about what you love. So your photography, exactly. I love that you started it with just sharing what you love and have kept that the whole way through. And it's Thank still you. that for you. Like, I love that it's it not Thank you. Yeah. a job almost. Like it doesn't feel it's like It's not, that. no, no, absolutely not. And if I had three followers, I would still be posting. Exactly. You know? Like you're posting it. It's almost like I'm posting this for myself as like a, a diary kind of thing. Like, remember yes, your totally, dives. totally, totally. And okay. it's great that it's amazing that so many people enjoy it. And I think it's also important to show people, you know, a lot of people who follow me aren't necessarily divers. So I think it's important to show those people what is in the ocean because yeah. so many people don't, don't know. Like, a lot of people here in Seattle, in Seattle, they didn't know we had sharks. They didn't know we had octopuses. And it's, I get DMs and people are saying like, is this actually Seattle? Because I live here like, and I've never sure? seen this. Yeah. It's like, well, are you especially, sure? Like, especially um, in areas like Seattle where it's yeah. not a huge, di- well, not a, I don't want to say not a huge diving community, but like majority of yeah. the population isn't seeing the underwater, like the ocean, like exactly. we talked about is kind of I don't want to say forgettable in that area but like when yeah. I think Seattle ocean and diving is not the first thing I think of no as totally opposed not. to like Hawaii or Florida of where it's course. like 
very ocean centric. Very ocean, so, very diving centric. Totally. To have some educational outreaches there where you're like, this is this is right out there. This is just yeah, two yeah, feet it's away. Like right out there, literally. That's so <laughs> awesome to have. So people that live in that area can be like, oh, the ocean here is cool too. Like we don't have to go to yeah. a area to get cool stuff. No, totally, exactly. And I think that showing those things you know, helps people respect the ocean more too. Absolutely. And I feel yeah. like, like we said earlier about how cold water diving gets a bad rap, but like it does, cold waters, yeah. cold waters with like low visibility means that there's so much nutrients in that water. So much, exactly. And the diversity of animals in that, like Beautiful, it's so yeah. cool to see, like, yeah, like, um, nudibranchs are my favorite thing to oh my see God. on a dive because I'm like, Same. how is this real? How are you a real animal? Exactly. Like, they're just so cool. Exactly. Yeah. And oh, nudibranchs are the best. Let me just the say best. that nudibranchs are the, the, one of the coolest animals, especially to photograph because obviously they're so photogenic. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if, if I was an animal, I'd want to be a nudibranch because they're and so that's, pretty. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I think my like definitely my top three of like, if I'm an animal for a day, it's a nudibranch. It's a nudibranch. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> what has been your like, has there been any dives where you just, like, could not believe what you saw? Like, unreal, like, this is the best day ever kind of thing Oh, my goodness. All the time. Literally <laughs> all just, the time. It just keeps getting better. It just keeps getting better. Like, you know, in Seattle, I've had encounters with, um, we did, I think this was, like, when we first started diving, we had an encounter with a six-gill shark. And that was before I even personally knew we had sharks here in That's Seattle. Wild. Like, I was done and, and it was crazy and that was when we first started diving and then I had my encounter with my most favorite animal that I've ever you know had an interaction with underwater and that was Bubbles the giant pacific octopus she like came up to me and like was grabbing my hand and um the videos on my Instagram I think you just have to scroll a bit but that was like I literally cried when that happened absolutely it was so amazing so there's always I think the best things that happen underwater are connections with animals. I, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like that brings up kind of like the sense of topic of like how to interact with wildlife. Of course. Like, of like course. you said there, like she was grabbing your hand. She was, was like, yes. She initiated it. Cause I feel she like, did. well, you probably watched like the Netflix documentary of like my octopus teacher, which like, oh my gosh, I've watched it too many times. <laughs> And I feel like it opened up like a whole big conversation of like how it to interact did. safely with while of diving course. with animals because like you can't just dive in and see an octopus and like grab it like you can't just no of course do not that. and I feel no. like people who are watching like this and seeing people interact safely with animals mm -hmm. are like oh that's how I do it and like it's nice to of have course. the sources of like you being like okay, you wait for it yeah. to come to you like, yes exactly that. exactly it's always awesome. a waiting game it's always yeah. a patience game um sometimes it's not if if you watch the the video with bubbles um in the video you see her like swimming super fast and going right next to me like she I didn't even see her I she just came right next to me plopped down on a rock and started like reaching out and I put my hand out and in the video you can see her like tentacles going all the way up and when she and when she was getting a little too close to my regulator I like just grabbed her hand and like kind of nudged her sure, away yeah. And it wasn't like a grabbing game. It wasn't like, oh shoot, you know, I, I need to get this animal off of me, panicking no, or anything just very like that. Calmly, like readjust it almost. Yes, like, exactly. Like, oh, we're gonna go this way. It's we're gonna go this way. Yeah, exactly. Like I feel like it's really under underestimated how calm you need to be, not just while diving totally. in general, but totally. like especially with animal interactions. Like the best advice I ever heard is like 
pretend you're not even there even while you're interacting with an animal because like just totally you just need to be like okay this is really cool like yeah, great yeah e- even if you're like screaming on the inside <laughs> like you're just like okay great like just reach out thank you yeah it's well so you cool. know yeah and I think it's important it's totally okay for people ha- to have interactions with animals oh, I've heard people being upset like you should not like as a scuba diver you should not touch an animal you shouldn't do this and it's like if it's safe, if it's handled correctly, and if you know how to and like end the interaction. the interaction correctly, it's like that is totally okay. You're down there to experience their life, their ecosystem, and it's okay to be in it. Especially if like I feel like there's a huge like importance here to describe the difference between like you interacting with an animal and an yes. animal interacting with you. Like, yes. if it's the animal's choice to come check you out, then it's like, okay, let them, like, don't let push it happen. them away. Let it happen. Don't, no. don't freak out about it. Just be like, okay, this is what it is. Like, this is great. Like, but if you're actively seeking out an animal to disturb of it course. when it's like of trying to avoid you, like maybe rethink that. Like, maybe so rethink like, that. Exactly. <laughs> feel like there's that big exactly. chunk of like, just education right there is like, yeah, so important. And for a lot of, and for a lot of the animals, it comes from a place of like genuine curiosity. Exactly. That's why they want to interact with you. They don't know what you are. They don't really, you know, a lot of the times they, they, you know, you never know if they've seen a scuba diver before. Let them, let them come check you out. Check you out. Yeah. Part of scuba diving is getting to see and like, I'm using air quotations here, like interact in any sort of way with the animal, yes. whether that be like a physical interaction or you seeing them or hearing yeah. them. It's just, that's the best part is being it involved is. in it the totally underwater is. world. Mm-hmm. And it's it's beautiful when they accept you. They When they just say goodbye, you just have to be like, okay, that, that was fun. Like, that was fun, not gonna push great. it. And yeah, so. So you're stuttering, you're, I'm stuttering apparently. <laughs> you're studying marine biology right now, right? I am. Yes. So did you start diving before you decided to study marine biology or did you start diving because you knew you were going to start marine biology? Mm -hmm. What was kind of the path there? I started diving because I knew I was going to do marine biology. I've known since first grade. Yeah. I decided, I decided, I said, marine biology, that's my job. Never going to, you know, do something else. And I've never wanted to do something else. No. I stay here and I think like, what else could I do if it wasn't for marine biology? Nothing comes to mind. I just want to do marine biology. Yeah. Sometimes there's some days where I'm like, oh man, this is really hard. Like maybe I don't want to be doing this. And I'm like, what else would I do? And then I'm like, yeah, literally. There's nothing that I, like I can put up with this being hard, but there's nothing else that I can put up with being literally. hard. Literally. Like, yeah. No yeah. What I get it. You're choosing to pursue, whether it be engineering math um yes. science any type of science business anything like it's going to be hard and it's just one of those like you have to pick which hard you can put up with like totally, totally. which one has benefits that outweigh the ugh days yes yes of course and I totally get that you know I've had like chemistry physics biology classes any of those classes they're going to be so hard Mm-hmm. And they're, they're definitely going to make you question some days, like, am I doing this, you absolutely. know, and like, why am I doing this? But at the end of the day, there's nothing else I'd rather do. No, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. what's your, this is a big question. I'm sure you've okay. this so many times, but like, <laughs> do you have an ultimate goal of what you want to do with marine biology? Obviously, mm-hmm. I feel like you want to keep some sort of diving element 
within totally, your, your totally. job. So like, would you consider being like a dive master, dive instructor, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. So, well, my dream is to do research on octopuses, probably like how their brain works. Yeah. And um, I really am fascinated by camouflage too. So maybe something yeah. like that. I mean, you can obviously connect the two brain and camouflage pretty connected, of course, <laughs> but so my dream is to do research on octopuses. It would be great if I could do some like field stuff with scuba diving, but underwater photography will always be there and I'm always going to do it. But if that doesn't go well, I would definitely want to do like a scuba instructor certification and be able to do that or do a job in an aquarium, like in husbandry. Yeah. And yep. stuff like that. So it's it's always going to be related to the ocean. Absolutely. And with marine science, I feel like the best part is how open-ended it is. Totally. Like it gives you so much room to just be like, totally. like when I first went into marine science, I, I've always been like whale girl. Like that's always uh-huh. been like my, uh-huh. my, I'm like, yeah. thing, which is like, yes. which is like too ironically typical. Like it's like, of course it is. <laughs> so like when I went into my first year, everyone was like, you're going to change your mind. You're going to change your mind. Like, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. cetaceans are so competitive. And I was like, shoot. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't realize at the time, like how broad marine science was like, you have your oceanography, you have like inverts, verts, like all this different stuff that like, gets a huge field. And so I was like, yeah, yeah. maybe I will change my mind. And yeah. as I went through it, obviously I did not. I loved <laughs> way too much to do it. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's so cool to see like some of my friends go like one of my friends right now is doing her master's looking at sea stars, which if you had told wow, me like sea awesome. stars in the beginning, I would have been like, no way. But yeah, like, that's yeah, so yeah. cool. And like other friends are looking at like otoliths, which is fish ear bones. Like who would have wow. thought of that? Like, wow. Yeah. And even one of my like best friends of all time, she's now studying oceanography, which like, she was like very so cool. green biology oriented, but she was like, right. shit, like, I love oceanography. Like this yeah. is so cool. Like it's, it provides you with so many different doors. Like it's the best. So many. The best. And it's, yeah. And it's like never ending. I just always hear research going on. Um, I know University of Oregon right now is doing research on like zebrafish. Yeah. I didn't even know what a zebrafish was until <laughs> I learned about this and people just find so many cool things. And well, it's just it's, so we don't know a lot. So I don't want to say like learn. understudied because it's definitely like yeah. a lot of people are studying it, but yeah. like there's still so much learning. You mentioned like learning about octopus and like that's just we know like the tip of the iceberg about them for how long we've known about them. Mm. There's so much we still of don't know course. about them. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah. And so yeah. And that's insane. Like, yeah. It really is like, it's impressive. It's kind of, I was, I can't remember who I was talking about this with, but we were talking about uh-huh. like how fun it would have been to be a scientist, like way back when, before anything yes. cool was discovered, yes. because it would have been like, <laughs> like easy. Like you have new to, new and easy. Yeah. You, you like there every day you're going to discover a new species. And then we were like, Holy. wait, like currently every we day we're discovering are. a new species in the ocean. Yeah. Like what? Like, then there's so much to discover maybe we're just the problem that we're not discovering this. maybe <laughs> that's just sucks for us but no it's like it's such a cool field because it just gives you so many options like there's so much it really to it. does yeah yeah it's never ending literally because we we don't we don't know we don't have a grasp on what we're missing out every day we discover new things literally every time great. I like talk about the ocean I'm like I'm saying something wrong like there's like I everything I say I'm yeah. not sure of in a way that's like I'm willing, I'm going to, I'm going to say it, but I'm willing to be wrong. And I'm willing to be like, exactly. oh, cool. Like exactly. I learned something new. 
and there's always something to learn there's always something to learn I love it it's just I love like you just have so much love for the ocean and like for what you do and it's just so fun to share that with other people it is it's it's a blessing honestly which actually is a great segue to my next question for you which is so say there is a young girl listening right now that's like oh my god mom I'm six years old I'm ready to scuba dive like (laughs) I want to be just like Bella now like what's your advice for young girls young women listening to this who are like I want to get into scuba diving I want to get into marine science I want to get into this world what's your piece of advice that either you wish you had or that you had and are willing to pass on to someone else yeah totally oh my goodness it's it's so hard to give advice to get into marine science because there's so many different paths you can take to get into marine science which is a good thing like that's a great thing you know there's always going to be a way for you to nudge your way into into marine biology or oceanography anything like that but with scuba diving you know I think something that's very important is to obviously be comfortable in the water you're gonna see things you're gonna you know you're gonna be in stressful situations and and you're gonna be in great situations you know right place right time kind of things so going into it with a mind that's willing to learn and willing to try new things and I think being super open, open-minded with yeah. new things you're going to discover and, and be ready for a challenge. It's a challenge. Yes. Big and, time. and, you know, marine science is a competitive field. Most sciences are. Yeah. I think you have to, just, I think you just have to go into it with an open mind, be ready Absolutely. for a challenge. And I think outreach is something super important too. Big Talk time. to people, email people. You never know when an opportunity is going to arise. So I think that's another thing that people should know that outreach is, is one of the most important things. So, and if you want to get into scuba diving, do it. Do it. You will not, you will not regret it. You will not regret it. Do it. It's, it's the best thing ever. And I think local dive shops are the best way to go. You could get, you can even get, I mean, like you got certified in Australia. You can yeah. go anywhere in the world to get certified. Absolutely. That's so, like, I, I don't want to speak on other certifications because I don't know them as well, but PADI is pretty much worldwide is acceptable. So they like, are, they you are. You can get certified to anywheres and you're good to dive Literally. anywheres. Like obviously different areas. Like if I learned to dive in Australia, when I came back here, I was very careful my first dive yes, here because I was like, mm, this is a little different. New, new area. Yeah, of yeah. course. But like I had people that taught me, I had people that helped me out with it. And like the scuba diving community, it's not a scary community like it's a very it's friendly not. loving community which very is loving best. yeah yeah you get so much love out of it and and there's so much love to give and people mm-hmm. are willing willing to you know receive advice or, or receive um trust in people and stuff like that and I think that's a really beautiful part of the community so if there are any little girls <laughs> out there listening to this you know the best way to get into it is to jump headfirst into it, you know? Absolutely. Go for it, get certified, start doing like volunteer, volunteer at an aquarium, do beach cleanups. Uh, just be be involved in it as much as you possibly can be. Absolutely. Be involved. Show your interest and that's gonna like yeah. If you're volunteering and putting your name out there and being like, hey, I'm interested in this, when it comes time to like if you're volunteering at an aquarium for instance and you're like constantly there being like what can I do what can I help like how can I help here when it comes time that they're like oh we're looking to hire someone to do this they're gonna be like oh this person's been putting in a lot of time like maybe we should reach out to them to see if they're interested like 
Sounds exactly. Like, and I love that you mentioned like people are going to tell you it's competitive and it is going to be competitive. Yes. And one thing I want to hammer home is like, just because it's competitive, that's not a reason not to do it. Like be competitive, of course. like do it, like do it, be competitive, be into it. And you know, a lot of the competitiveness doesn't come from a place of hate. No. It's just like, I love the ocean. Like, let me show you how much I love the ocean. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I feel yeah. like marine science is just, it's like competitive, but not cutthroat. Like, cause we're all exactly. working towards like a common goal. That being said, yes. definitely cutthroat people that I've met. Of course, that of like, course. Oh, and there out. always will be, there always yeah. will be that, that kind of type of person. But like what you said, you know, even if it's competitive, that doesn't mean that there's not a place for you. Exactly. There absolutely is. Yeah. And I'm so glad that we have people like you sharing your journey <laughs> Thank and you. sharing your experience <laughs> and your photographs because I'm kidding you guys not like go check out Bella's Instagram because it's absolutely beautiful. Thank and like every time it pops up on my feed, I'm like, oh my God, I love the ocean. Like it just is like that nice, healthy reminder. Yes. Thank you. That's very sweet. I love it. Well, Bella, it was so fun getting to talk to you today and share. Like, oh I goodness. feel like we just yes. like became like ocean sisters. Like it's just, I think we are, I think absolutely. we are hundred percent ocean sisters. And I think <laughs> I we should go diving it. together. We Done. Have to. I'm coming to Seattle. Uh, please, right now. Done. please do pack your bags. <laughs> You'll love it. I love it. Absolutely. Um, so before we sign off, uh, you mentioned your tags earlier, but if there's people wanting to yes. check you in on social media, where can they find you? So Instagram at diving with Bella, and then I have a TikTok as well, which is also at diving with Bella. But Instagram is is the best place to reach out to me. It's the best place to to see my my content. So definitely Instagram. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you so so much for joining. Today. Thank it was you. So fun. It's an honor to be here, and I'm I'm happy we we made this work. It was great. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Water Women Podcast. I love sharing these stories with you, and I love that you love to listen. Make sure if you like the podcast, you're leaving a review and liking and subscribing to the podcast. It really helps us out. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Water Women Podcast and on Twitter at Water Women Pod. You can also check out more from us, including quizzes, blog posts, and shop our site at waterwomenpodcast.ca. Thanks again for listening. And until next week, stay salty.